95.1 FM and AM 1080 KYMN Northfield. In our studio now, we have a, a couple of special guests that are joining us. Uh, they are Gary. Gary, let me see if I get your uh, last name right. Is it uh, Freakin? Uh, Frecking? Frecking. Frecking. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Frecking. Uh, and we have uh, Todd Zender with Correct, us. Correct. And I got, I got that one right. You do. We, uh, you are with uh, kind of representing a, a group of, of neighbors uh, that uh, live in the South Lincoln Street area of Northfield, where they are proposing some more, uh, some new bicycle trails, and not just trails, but uh, uh, lanes and curbs and everything right, uh, right through the uh, neighborhood. You, uh, the group has made themselves very vocal at some council meetings. Uh, so we would, uh, we invited you on to let the rest of the general public uh, hear what you have to say. First of all. Thanks a lot for coming in today. Thanks yeah, for thanks having us. Having us. Yeah. Let's do a little background work. First of all, find out a little bit about you too. Have you been living in the neighborhood for a while? Have you been neighbors for a while? Go ahead, Gary. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm the, the the younger of the two, <laughs> <laughs> but I've been here 20 years. I'm a Minnesota native. Grew up in the uh, Southwest hinterlands, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, but I, I came here 20 years ago and uh, have really enjoyed the the town. And uh, um, never had a beef. <laughs> <laughs> Todd tells me. Anyway, I, yeah, I'm really a lifelong resident here. I was gone for about ten years for a while with my 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 parents. But um, yeah, I, I, I worked for thirty years at Sheldahl. So as many people worked at Sheldahl over the years, mm-hmm. and I was involved in another business as a managing partner in an equipment business. But I've been retired since 2007. I live on Lincoln Street. Been there for 15 years, maybe just about as long as Gary. Yeah, so 20 years there. Yeah. Let's let's talk about the history, the the, the more recent history on that. What's Correct. happened since the first of the year? It was right around the first of the year that the council. I don't know if they unveiled the plans or what the right uh, terminology would be, but uh, by the time the residents found out about the plans for the bicycle lanes uh, to be um, going through that, to connect uh, one area of town with another area of town, uh, that's about the first, was that the first you've heard of it? Yeah, but, you know, we need to be clear, there's a a significant part of this conversation in that... um, this area we're talking about, it. it's an array of townhomes that encircles this Hidden Valley Pond, okay? And um, so it's very high-density housing there, not apartments, obviously, but townhomes with a lot of driveways. And uh, what really happened here was that um, it wasn't until we requested a meeting with the city engineering manager on December 29th that the residents here found out that the bike trail strategy here had changed from a on-street bike lane to an off-street two-lane protected bike lane. And obviously this, and along with the sidewalk and major street reconstruction, it was a significant issue. And um, yes, and while we were five days from the January 3rd city council meeting where this would be discussed and this plan approved. So we... uh, we were kind of shell-shocked, to say the least, with this plan since it would take up nearly a half of the existing driveways and create a lot of other problems. But our major concern with this is all about safety. And this is, as you would mentioned, a, a separate bike path. It's, it's going to be separated by uh, curbs. Uh, so you, it uh, really is a, 
different than uh, painting on the streets. Yeah. Uh, will there be, do those plans include taking uh, maybe part of the boulevard, the, the uh, uh, right-of-way area into it? Will it shrink yards? Will it shrink driveways? Will it make it street well, wider? What's going to happen is the street is going to narrow. This is part of their strategy to calm. Mm-hmm. They use the word traffic calming. Okay, So shrink the width of the street, take away parking, um, and then move. By doing that, they're going to move on the Lincoln Street side, move the curb out eight feet, create an uh, eight-foot boulevard. Then what's the width of the bike path? Ten-foot, two-way bike bike path, path and a six-foot pedestrian sidewalk. sidewalk. Alongside of that, so now this comes up, up the lawn. Mm-hmm. Right? Comes up nearly up halfway of the driveways, which you can imagine. We also creates incline problems with driveways and and uh, major snow management issues. But we don't want to focus on that. We've tried to stay focused, but our concern with running this what now kind of becomes a bicycle raceway in a sense, running across all these driveways, we think is a serious and dangerous situation that we're trying to reroute this, get them to reroute this. Let's talk about the areas affected. Is it just Lincoln Street? That will be, you've got, it'll be coming fed from, uh, I guess, Heritage. Heritage. Uh, There's a couple of blocks, Lincoln Street South, not a very long uh, stretch of uh, road. There's just, what, two blocks? Two blocks. Two blocks. Will it be going then to Adams Street and connecting with Roosevelt, or where where does it go to from there? Exactly. You got it. It goes right directly from Lincoln over to... Mm-hmm. To, uh, now, does it continue on to uh, like Peterson Drive? I know. I think there's some bike trails uh, that go through, uh, you know, the kind the of park, park area. Truman yeah, is that Truman Park? park? Yeah, okay, yeah, Truman yeah. Park. And so, it would, does it go through that area as it well? It connects or? that. They, mm-hmm. they wanted to have it. They want to have it connected so that people can get to those get to mm-hmm. that park. If they happen to be riding along this trail, they can scoot right up there. Yeah. Let, let's talk about uh, the neighbors, your na- or your neighbors in the right. neighborhood. Have you talked to pretty much everyone about this? Uh, I know a yes. lot of people have uh, spoken publicly at city council meetings for the last couple of months. Uh, tell us about, uh, you know, the gen- I know you can't speak 100% for everyone, but you have are brought here as a spokesperson for, uh, I think, why, what I would imagine would be at least the majority of uh, residents. Yeah, well, sure. like we said, we for that January 3rd meeting, in this matter of five days, once we informed everybody of what was being planned, uh, there was a petition signed by 37 homeowners opposing this and asking for a pause in this part, this bikeway strategy, so we could reexamine this because we don't think the city understood the dangerous situation they were creating. And they did it. They thought they were doing something safer, but in reality never took into consideration the density of the driveways, that those are basically intersections. And it's very difficult with people backing out of garages. And most of these town homeowners are senior citizens, which complicates this even more. So uh, there's great fear by many of these people about backing out of driveways and having to deal with not only street traffic, Walkers on the sidewalk, bikes on sidewalks, and now a bikeway mm-hmm. that looks like a <laughs> raceway. <laughs> now we understand yeah, okay. something here that this is a this is kind of a pilot project for the city. I think that's what they said. Hey, we're going to reconstruct all these streets in this area. This is a great place to do a pilot run on this, and we just say this was not the right place for this pilot test. <laughs> okay. And we've no. got a solution to it that we've been yeah. trying to pitch like crazy. 
we have a, a wonderful situation. We've got a pond in the backyard that already has a trail on it. So it starts and ends at exactly the same locations that this bikeway would go. Mm-hmm. That you can run a Just bikeway through there adjacent to that walkway and have no possibility of any intersection with any cars. You, I'm looking at the uh, Google Maps right, right now of your neighborhood. Uh, and, yeah, there are numerous bike paths around there. And I see the bike path that you're referring yeah, right. to. Yeah, it just, just goes through the park, a nice, easy ride, and comes out at the exact same spot, Adam Street. And uh, just kind of move on from for, there. For the listeners, you know, if you can imagine a rectangle, mm-hmm. and you've got two ways to go around the rectangle from the from the diagonal corners you can go one you know you can go south and east or mm-hmm. you can go east and south mm-hmm. it's it's pretty much a, a 50-50 situation and the one path around crosses these 20 driveways where people are backing out of their driveways and the other one has absolutely no driveways or intersections so we've tried to keep it s- small keep it condensed without it blowing up into a, you know, a, a citywide fire mm-hmm. <laughs> about the whole bike path. I mean, we're, we're most of the people that have signed the uh, uh, petition and have shown up are uh, friendly to the bicycle idea mm-hmm. and, uh, and a safe bicycle uh, transportation system in town. This would... Uh, uh, I can understand your point. I mean, you're losing part of your yard, your lawn, your driveway. You're making things kind of confusing where it does seem like there is. I, I got to admit, you. it seems like a pretty simple solution. It did. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what's so hard. It's amazing. on January 3rd. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It seems like a simple solution that sure is hard to sell. <laughs> you know, I mean, we have found out uh, fighting City Hall is beyond difficult. <laughs> Uh, l- let's uh, uh, focus in once again on the the, the 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 existing bike path that does go through the Hidden Valley Park by the pond. Right. Is that? Uh, yeah, I can't tell here from Google Maps. Is that a bike path? Do you see bikes on there? Is that oh, a, oh, a absolutely. pedestrian path? Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. It's used every day mm-hmm. by bicycles and pedestrians. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I I live right at the intersection where Lincoln Street and Adams comes down into there, and I can look out my kitchen window, and it's the Lincoln Street entrance to that park. So this street, that park is, it's called a park, but in reality, there's no amenities there. There's three old wooden benches, okay? There's no picnic grounds. There's no mm-hmm. playground or anything like that. It's just that a nice is area used, to pass through. Right. So what we see is, is, is people walking for exercise, people walking to get in nature, uh, walking dogs, and kids come through, and people come through with bicycles all the time. I've lived there 15 years with the existing path, there's never been a crash between a, a bicycle and a pedestrian <laughs> on that path as it exists today. But we said, okay, why can't we just widen it by about five, six feet and yeah, put a dedicated great. bike path? It seems so utterly simple and resolve this, this issue, but I think the city is just clinging to this because they designed it, they want to do it as a pilot, and they, they, it, it's, it's just dumbfounding to all of us. How hard is to con- convince them otherwise? And it's hard to change. Uh, you know, the engineering plans and, and all the consulting th- things have been done. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it involves some rework. 
The rework is you, expensive. <laughs> let's talk about the future of this. I think they're yeah. going to be discussing this again uh, this coming On the 14th, Tuesday. Right. Uh, and then, uh, of course, that is that will be a work session, if I'm not, not mistaken. So there's no action. There will be no action taken right. on that. Do you know at this point, have they given indication on uh, when they need to complete this? And what? Yeah, would, would this be on the uh, 2024 street reconstruction plans? Or is this going to be done mm-hmm. this year? This, this year, 2023. The, hmm. Yeah. Right. This is yeah. all this year. So yeah. the time is ticking away. And we've kind of accused them a little bit and I hate to say that of you know kind of dragging this out till we get to a point where they say well it's too late to make a change to the plans now you know? yeah <laughs> but but anyway based on their schedule they would have been launching us going out for bids here in early April mm-hmm. so now because the 21st meeting which would have we thought maybe this would come up for an, a, a revisit and vote has now been pushed out to April 4th and so we're 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 worried about that, and we're working really hard to get the ears of the different council members. <laughs> All right. Do you have any hope that uh, uh, you a little bit? Okay, a little yeah. bit. There's enough to keep going. Yeah. Well, there can't was give that. Up. They can't give up you, hope. Yeah. You remember the mayor and the uh, city administrator, and you talked about it here and promoted this neighborhood meeting to discuss this. And and I got to tell you that the turnout by the residents was uh, overwhelming. And almost unanimously opposed mm-hmm. to this plan, yeah. and so they got a real earful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But it still hasn't swayed them too much. So, well, we'll be following this. Uh, unfortunately, we're out of time now. We got to get moving on. But thank, right. well, thank you uh, so much thanks, for coming Jeff. in. We uh, certainly appreciate it, and uh, we appreciate your uh, dedication to uh, the people, your neighborhood, your neighbors, and uh, it's uh, whatever happens there. I'm not sure what'll happen, right. but uh, you, you, yeah. you've done your best. Thank you. All right. Thank All you. right thanks, Jeff. <laughs> Bye. It is uh, Gary Frecking, Frecking and um, Todd Zender. It's again uh, on South Lincoln Street area. You're listening to the 195.1 FM and AM 1080 KYMN. Rich coming up. Citizens are invited to Northfield's annual State of the City Address. The night includes live music, awards, refreshments, art, and will feature the accomplishments the city has made this year. Northfield Mayor Rhonda Pownell will give the keynote speech. The State of the City Address is Tuesday, March 21st, 6.30 at the Crakeham Performance Hall in Carleton's White Center for Creativity. Don't miss it. An evening of shenanigans awaits you. On Saturday, March 18th, St. Dominic School invites you to Saints Night Out, hosted at the Armory Event Center in historic downtown Northfield. Join us for an Irish-themed event with live and silent auctions, food and drinks, games and raffles, a live band, and lots of fun to be had. Saints Night Out, brought to you by the St. Dominic School Board, Einstein Remodeling, Benjamin Franklin Plumbing, and Forget-Me-Not Florist. To purchase your tickets or for more information, visit stdominicschool.org. This ball is crushed. All Major League Baseball spring training camps are in full swing, and that means Northfield Youth Baseball registration is open. Enjoy watching your kids on a baseball field this summer. For those interested in in-house baseball leagues, register them now at NorfieldYouthBaseball.com. Yes, we know there is still snow on the ground, but for kids who are in grades kindergarten to third grade who'd like to participate in in-house or fourth to seventh graders interested in community rec league, you must register before March 15th to get your child's name on the rosters for a jersey and hat. Visit NorfieldYouthBaseball.com for more registration information.
The Northfield Historical Society is here to help connect us to the history of Northfield, and we're seeking friendly, outgoing individuals to help us operate our front desk at the museum. Volunteers answer questions, sell merchandise, and promote museum tours and membership. Volunteers are at the heart of our museum operations. Come join us at the Northfield Historical Society. Make new friends and